my beloved brethren, it is good to be with you this day and to just encourage your heart from the word of God. The things that I have found in the word that have encouraged me, I want to encourage you with such things. The songwriter in his song, Faith is the Victory, in the third stanza, he says, To him who overcomes the four, white raiment shall be given. Before the angels, we shall know his name, confessed in heaven. Then onward from the hills of light, our hearts with love of friendly, we'll vanquish all the host of night in Jesus' conquering name. Fate is the victory. Faith is the victory, all oh, glorious victory that overcomes the world. You see, you and I today are victorious, those of us who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior because of that faith that we placed in him. Daniel would tell you about it. He would say solid faith will always be tested. Now, how was Daniel's faith tested. Did Daniel have solid faith? Yes, he did. Now, how was it tested? Come with me and let me read from chapter 6, the first part of the chapter, reading from verse 1. And listen to what the scripture says. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom a hundred and twenty princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents. So we see we got 120 princes. The king had put them over the kingdom and then over them, three presidents. Now, there's something outstanding about this in regards to these three presidents. We'll understand that there are three different men. How did the king put them? Was it a one, two, three? I believe it was. For the scripture says, of whom Daniel was false that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. So the princes and they would go out and walk on things out there and they would report to the presidents and the presidents would report to Daniel and Daniel would report to the king for he was number one. In verse number three, he says, and then this Daniel was preferred above all the presidents and princes. So we see that he's not only number one, but he is preferred. He is, is the king's preference. Why the king preferred him above number two and number three? He said, because an excellent spirit was found in him. The king, someone who is not a child of God, he is, he is looking at Daniel and notice that Daniel has a different spirit to all the others. And he called Daniel's spirit an excellent spirit. And he said, it's not something that just come upon him, but it is something that is in him. Because of that, the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Because of the type of man he was, the king sought to put him in charge of everything and everybody. Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against him. Didn't I tell you so? 
I tell you that solid faith will always be tested. And for some reason or another, human beings seems not to like when other human beings are promoted. Human beings seem not to be able to handle that very well. Here's Daniel now promoted, and the other two presidents and the 120 princes, they sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. They want to find something or make up something that they can go to the king that will bring Daniel down. But notice what the scripture said. They sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion, nor fault. Don't care how they look, don't care how they try, they couldn't find anything. They would be able to report and that would bring Daniel down. For as much as he was faithful, notice something about that? Wow, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. For in much that he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. What a great man of God. Watch verse 5. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Now, they said the only thing that we can find Daniel guilty of is something to do with his God. And of course, you would understand that Daniel God was not their God. And in those days, they served many common geodias. Then in verse 6 says, Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the councillors and the captains, have consulted together to establish a royal decree. Everybody now gone to the king and said, we want you to establish a decree. A special decree must be made that everyone must adhere to. Now, what is this decree? He says, not only to establish a decree, but he says, a royal statute and to make a form decree that whosoever acts a petition of any God or man for 30 days, save of thee, okay, he shall be cast into the den of lions. So they want to go make this royal statue and want everybody that pray to the Almighty God not to pray within the next 30 days because anything they ask for, they must go to this God who can hear, God who can feel, God who can understand, God who cannot help. They must go to this common G.O.D., make of wood or something, to actually decree of him. And if anybody were to do contrary, they should be thrown in the lion's den. In verse 8, it says, Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it may not be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which alter it not. In other words, king, sign this. When you sign this, this cannot be changed. This must be carried out. Wherefore the king signed the writing and the decree. And when he signed the writing and the decree, I show he was not aware of all that they were trying to do. Let me just 
just bring you up to date with this and then I would teach you some stuff from it. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did a fourth time. Now, when Daniel gets to know that they had drafted this decree, and when Daniel got to know that they had the king to sign it, Daniel was not afraid. He knew that his life could be on the line. But this was a time for Daniel to really, you know, put God on exhibition, to glorify God and not be afraid of man. So Daniel was so accustomed of going into his house three times a day and praying that Daniel decided that he will do the same thing. He will go to his house and he would pray the same three times a day as he was accustomed of doing. May I tell you that Daniel held a very high position in the kingdom of King Darius in Babylon. Daniel, he was the prime minister here under the king. At that time, he was between 80 to 90 years of age. He was known by everyone for his faith in God. And because of his faith in God, he had many enemies. Time will not permit me to go any further today, but I'll pick up next morning and share with you in regards to Daniel and his enemies. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for men like Daniel who lived so we can read now about what has happened in history with this man. Lord, may there be some Daniels in our day that would live for you, O oh God, regardless to what others may think or what others may say. Have your way with us as we try to encourage one another and as we try to encourage those who are not safe to come to you. Draw us all unto you, and may your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. My partner, my friend, oh, my, my loved one, I want to thank you for your help in sharing these devotions with a friend. May God bless you, and have a great day.